forgot how to record. Oh my god, it's been a while um, since we were we did this because we were in like a little mental health break and yeah, we're going bi-weekly to preserve our peace and sanity because spring is the busiest season for nonprofits. So I am up to my eyeballs, truly. It's a hot mess. But welcome back. This is the Spooky Succubus cast, uh, an anti-racist, anti-capitalist, intersectional feminist, community care-based podcast, and I'm Abby. And I'm Rebecca. And, and today, I'm traumatized. <laughs> it's not good news. It's not great news. So um, today we're talking about the 2019, people are calling it a satirical science fiction film, and I'm like, it kind of reads like a documentary to me. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like, it's like a, it's a future documentary. It's a documentary from the okay, future. Okay, so... According to Wikipedia, this is like the weirdest description of a movie. 2019 Spanish so- social science fiction horror film directed by Galder Gastelu Urrutia. Urrutia. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I did that. Sure. Um, okay. <laughs> and it's called The Platform. And it's terrifying. El Hoyo in Spanish. Yeah, in Spanish it's... Eloyo, which is makes a lot more sense because while they do get on the platform, they're lo- it's a hole like you're looking in a hole, and they referred to yeah. the whole prison, this vertical self management center, as the hole, as yeah. the hole which makes sense because it's also like an allusion to as you know, to I have a problem system. with hole based movies. Um, holes, <laughs> I don't like them. Dig it up, dig in, dig it. Um. That was a good. That was a good movie. <laughs> that was the only good whole based movie. Also, a weird uh, only good whole based movie. Also, kind of like similar in which the agent of change is a white man, and then the black man does all the actual work. So, oh my god! But okay, so Think this movie about is. It. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's like a very brutal, very like, realistic sort of like horror thriller dystopian. But it's also like hard, difficult to watch. I had to pause it multiple times. It's very I did watch hard it twice, watch. but it's yeah. But it is also really, really, really good. So if you thought you weren't going to see someone poop on someone else's face in this you're movie, wrong. you're wrong. Um, yeah, I would say if you don't, if you don't enjoy being like shaken to your core about the state <sighs> of society, maybe don't watch it. Don't but watch we'll, it. We'll tell you what happens. Um, So we open an industrial kitchen where a huge, lavish feast is being prepared as an older white man oversees production. Uh, And then our main character, Goreng, awakens in a concrete cell. His cellmate, Trimagasi, says they're on level 48. Goreng realizes they're in the hole, which is like a colloquial term for this really famous prison. 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 Um, and Trimagasi confirms. He says it's the start of the month and they'll eat only what the people on the 47 levels above leave behind on the platform that will come down through the center of the hole. Goreng looks down and sees dozens of levels below along with the 47 above them. Trimagasi says soon there'll be fewer people below and Goreng tries to talk to the people above and below but Trimagasi says they won't answer because basically everybody stays in their place. Uh, Trimagasi says they'll remain on the level for one month and then move to a different one. He'll no longer provide information to Goreng without information in return. And just then a green light in the cell goes on. Sorry, I need water. I haven't done this in so long. It's also like the way that, uh, that they, that Trimagasi talks is like. He's so creepy. so creepy, but also like. The dialogue is so well written because he's speaking like an old man really set in his ways. Like, you know, even accidentally or on purpose, you get set in like certain phrases that you say. Like, if I say Jeepers Creepers anymore, like Caesar's ears are going to bleed. But too bad. I can't stop. But in the way way he says, like, ovio, like he's like, obviously, like, obviously, ovio. Like, it's just so good. It's like really well written. And the writers are David de Sola and Pedro Rivero. Who did like some like Spanish other Spanish like yeah I think they're horror like, thriller movies good at good at movies yeah yeah <laughs> good I agree at movies, if good you at will. Movies. they're good at movies and all the uh, names of the cast are really or the like names of the characters are really clever as well uh, which we'll go through okay. as well 
That's what Adam always says when he's saying as well. Ass well. Okay. So the platform lowers with the feast from the first frame, but it's been kind of decimated by those above. Goring refuses to eat, but Trimagasi says he will soon, and there'll be fewer people on the upper levels, but doesn't explain why. Goring takes an apple for later, but then their cell begins to heat up when the platform leaves. Trimagasi says the temperature will continue to rise until he gets rid of it. The food only belongs to them while the platform is on their level. And if he keeps it, they'll just, like, die of heat exposure. So he tosses it. They are allowed to bring one item with them, and Goring chose a copy of Don Quixote. He's spending six months in the hole to quit smoking and in exchange for an accredited diploma, I guess. I'm so, so the nature, confused. the nature of the whole is like transient. Like I feel like it's like a minimum security prison slash like rehab slash like you can voluntarily go do like it's like doing some kind of form of community service or something, and then you it's, get to like be re released into society with benefits. Like I have a lot to say about the whole. I think. I'm not entirely convinced that anyone has ever left or will ever no, get out. No, I think out. they just die. Yeah. They die. How can you survive? And it's not like, like capitalism. Uh, and so it's like this capitalist structure that is at once an opportunity, but is also a punishment. Like, it's like just really, and you can be complete on the outside of society, completely ignorant to what's happening within it until you are inside the system and then you are unable to get out. It's like, it's pretty right. genius, honestly. Honestly, this movie is so smart that I feel like there's no point to us even talking about it. We're stupid. It's just like, it's, we're dumbasses. <laughs> And it just, like, completely speaks for itself. Like, it's so good. But, again, yeah. if you hate being depressed, not the movie for you. I It was very depressing. Like, I had to watch Love Island UK to get it out of my system because I That's was, like, That's depressing, too, because Caroline Flack accidentally died, which is also really sad. Actually, oh, my God, like, no way. You didn't know that? Like, actually, like, three or four people that were on Love Island UK have died by suicide. Okay, wait, pause. How did she die? I think she accidentally overdosed, but don't quote me on that. <gasps> oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, it's, like, super sad. Here I am Googling it. And she I had just to, gotten, not... she was, like, she struggled with addiction, like, her whole life. She died, like, right before COVID, which is probably why you didn't hear about it. Death. Well, okay, so, uh, death. I'm reading the Wikipedia, so I got to the paragraph that says, it's just titled Death. Um, but I'm not, like, a, as usual, I'm not an avid fan of anything. I just, like, watch things periodically so i'm like just like at the beginning i'm like way far back it was like 2016 Wait, yeah, listen, so or she something did, it was a suicide um she really struggled with being in the public eye and um yeah she hanged herself oh that's so sad and hers <gasps> oh is the fourth god. suicide linked to love island like oh my god i know we can't have anything good or nice <laughs> I mean, it is, like, a bad show about, like, yeah. superficial things. It's, um, like, very bad for people's mental health, yeah. Yeah, and I can only imagine being on that show. And the way that they frame it in the UK, like, that people are, like, constantly watching. And it's, like, they post the because they have to yeah, vote, they're just right? Like so they're, like, posting the, the episodes. Yeah. And so, Actually, like. Actually, watching be, it afterwards is kind of a head fuck because you're, like, what the fuck happened in here? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it's, like, yeah, the, like, constantly being in the public eye, being young, being only valued by your looks, and then to, and to, like, have people watch you get, like, mugged off and, like, say stupid things so and do stupid things. Sad. It's just, like bad it's just really and the bad. way they like the levels of obsession these people like form about each other when they like don't within know each three other. days it's yeah. so whack yeah although a couple of i'm obsessed with the couples that like are still together after the show like it's um, also like jamie and camilla oh that was i think season three that was a wild season two and the narrators and it seems like the audience at home is all just like making fun of these people constantly so like i don't know it must yeah. be hard it must be a difficult thing to do like just um, being in there and being like i have to form an attachment with someone and then we have to be like the nation's favorite or yeah i'll just be like a joke weird okay and it, one depressing as, thing to another not as bad as the platform yeah 
Yeah. Uh, all right, peeps. Uh, 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 okay, Goring still is resisting eating. Tremagasi tells the story of being manipulated by capitalist advertisements to buy a knife sharpener and then a knife that doesn't need a knife sharpener because it self-sharpens. And then he got so frustrated that he threw his TV out the window, but then it landed on a bicyclist and killed him. So then Tremagasi had to come to the hole for manslaughter. He said the lowest level he's been on is 132 and there were more below. Goring is horrified and says they need to ration the food, but Trimagasi calls him a communist and says no one will listen to him in the levels above. Goring resolves to talk to those below, but instead Trimagasi pees on them, and then Goring finds out that his item is the Samurai Plus knife that he was tricked into buying. So this man is, like, legitimately unhinged. Like, he's not well. He's, like, he's survived in the hole for nearly a year. He's two months from... Like, two months. At this point, he is two months from his, like, allocated time. So, like, you yes. can only imagine, as like, Goren is our moral compass. And in one month's time, he is completely decimated as a character. Yeah. So, like, you can only give ten months doing this, you know? We would all I think go I would, I would give up. I would jump, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, probably. I'm I'm not strong. I don't have. Strong I think I'd resolve. probably be murdered in my sleep. I'm a pretty strong sleeper, so. Yeah, I'm also a strong sleeper, so it'd be pretty likely I would also be murdered in my sleep. But I wouldn't. I don't have the constitution to make it to the end of this. Goring begins to eat. One day, a person falls from the upper levels. Uh, killing themselves. Trimagasi says, on the higher levels, you have more to eat, but then you also have more to think about when people end up committing suicide. Uh, Trimagasi tells all the levels he was on. He was on 72, 26, 78, 43, 11, 78, 32, 8, and then level 132. And now he's back on 48. Gorin asks who he was with before and accuses Trimagasi of cannibalizing his cellmate. Just then, the platform arrives with a woman on it. Miharu comes down every month looking for her child. Trimagasi says she's killed all her cellmates uh, at the end of the month, so there's a chance she'll be with her child the next month. Then he says he didn't kill anyone on level 132. His cellmate completed his sentence, and they ate a body that fell down when the platform was on their level. On the next level down, the inmates take Miharu, but she kills them and continues riding down. Later, Goring reads to Trimagasi from Don Quixote. Uh, the month wears on and they become friends. It's like a very weird montage of like them washing their clothes and like being best friends. It's I don't I don't know what to say. It is a lot of like this movie is a lot of like sad, scary times, but there's also moments of comedy. It is funny, yeah. Yeah. Um, like the whole like the panacotta is the message thing kind of like made me giggle because like. It's a panna cotta, but... <laughs> right, it's like nothing. It's like sugar. Now I kind of want panna cotta. I could go for some, yeah. And that chocolate cake looked good. The papaya. Everything looks good, you know. yeah. I wouldn't eat a snail, but I mean... I think in, in this situation, maybe, you might eat a snail, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Soon gas is pumped into their room to put them to sleep and move them to another level. Trimagasi says he's fond of Goreg, but he doesn't think he'll survive long. Next month will be Trimagasi's second to last, and he's determined to survive. Goreg wakes up restrained by sheets on level 171, just like Rebecca would be. Uh, Trimagasi says they're not in a good place, and since Goreg is younger and stronger, he would eventually attack Trimagasi. It's better to eat than be eaten, and Trimagasi will not kill him or mutilate him right away. They hear the screams of people waking up on the lower levels, and some bodies go by. The platform platform comes by, and it's completely empty. Trimagasi tells Goreng if he cooperates, he'll offer him a chance to live, and starts cutting strips of flesh after eight days of fasting. Eek. Uh, and then he said he'll do his best. I just forgot, you know, just a mini disassociation. I don't know where I am. <laughs> He'll do his best to treat Goring's wounds and keep him alive. So he decides it's time to start eating him, but as he begins cutting, Miharu comes down on the platform, stabs Trimagasi with a piece of glass, and releases Goring. 
Goring murders Trimagasi with his uh, Samurai Plus knife. Mm-hmm. And this is where things get, like, pretty bad. I think that it's going to get worse. Um, it only gets worse, yeah. So Goring wakes up to see that Miharu has bandaged his leg and is eating Trimagasi. She feeds him some of his flesh and gives him water. And Goring then asks her what her, her boy is called. But then she's like, I'm leaving because you're invading my privacy. And she doesn't speak, so... Later, Goring is snacking on Termagasi's maggot-filled body, uh, and he's haunted by his former cellmate, who says they're the same now, both murderers, and Termagasi will never leave Goring. Then he has a horny dream about Miharu, who he knows nothing about at all. Mm-mm, nothing. He wakes up on level 33 with Imogiri and her dog, Ramses II. She knows his name and realizes that this is the woman that did his intake interview. She says she came in voluntarily, too, and it's called a Vertical Self-Management Center. He asks how many levels there are, and she says 200, and if everyone ate only what they needed, the food would reach the lowest levels. When the platform comes by, she tries to ration the food so everyone can have their share, but those on the level below don't listen to her. She keeps trying day after day until Goring finally joins in and helps her, uh, telling them to do what he says or he'll shit in their food and, like, mix it up. It'll be, like, shit food. Um, It's a lot of shit in the movie. Oh, yeah. I think I've watched some other Spanish movies and one in particular that I can't remember the name of, but they were, like, in a haunted house. It was all about shit. It was, like, shit and incest jokes. Like, I think it's... These colonizers love scat. Yeah. (laughs) What are you thinking about? What are you up to? I was just brushing crumbs. Come come here often? Um, okay. Shit food. So the next... Shit, food. Uh, the next day when the platform comes down, Miharu is on it, unconscious. Uh, they tend to her and realize the room is getting freezing. Ramses had a piece of meat in his mouth after the platform left, so they, like, fling it down the hole. Uh, later that night, Goring wakes up to see that Miharu has killed and eaten Imugiri's dog. The next day, Miharu leaves. Uh, Goring tells Imugiri that Miharu is looking for her son, but she tells him she selected Miharu 10 months ago and that she doesn't have family. She's a movie actress that brought in a ukulele and came in alone. Imugiri becomes despondent. Uh, she says she doesn't know how bad conditions were and that she was sending people into, like, literal hell. Uh, mm. She reveals that she came in to help after learning that she had terminal cancer. The next day, Goring wakes up on level 202 to find that Imogiri has hanged herself. When he looks down, he sees dozens of levels below. Trimagasi and Imogiri are now haunting him, convincing him to eat her body. Uh, Goring is mentally breaking down and finally starts to eat Imogiri's flesh. Water break. He also eats uh, his book, which, why didn't you do that earlier? Could have eaten oh, yeah. that before. You could you could eat a book before a person. Yeah. He wakes up on level six with new cellmate Baharat, who's the best person in this movie. Uh, Baharat is obsessed with climbing up to escape. He brought a rope with him as his item. He throws the rope up to the cell above them, and they pretend to help him. But then one of them poops on his face, and they let him fall. But Goring manages manages to catch him before he falls down the hole. Goring continues to hallucinate and convinces Baharat to ride down the platform with him to ration the food and make sure there's enough for everyone. Goring guesses that there are 250 levels. They strip one of the beds to use the bed frame as a weapon and ride the platform down, beginning to hand out food at level 51 to people that don't get to eat every day. Baharat is forced to weaponize his blackness on the way down and, like, be super crazy and aggressive trying Mm -hmm. to, like, fight people off that try to, um, like, eat out of turn. And then, um, yeah, like, white guy Goring just, like, gets to be the, like, messiah. It's a really weird dynamic. It's actually a Mm -hmm. pretty racist movie. Um, Yeah. On the way down, I have a lot to say, but... (laughs) We'll say it. We have time. I'm going to let you talk for a long time, because I am realizing that I haven't, like, talked this much out loud in a while. (laughs) What? <laughs> I'm dying. Working okay, so they, I know, just like alone. 
so they reach the cell where a wise man, Brombang, is incarcerated. He tells them that they should try to win people over and dialogue should come before violence. He convinces them to send the message send a message to people. Ooh, Annie Brewer is my friend on Goodreads now. Aw, thank you. Hi, Annie. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, like I said. So he said they should send a message to the people in level zero, not the administration, but the people who work and prepare the food and may still have a conscience. He says they should leave a symbol, an untouched luxury dish that they send back, uh, and that will be the panna cotta. The panna cotta is the message. They continue down and begin passing out food. The platform doesn't stop if there's no one alive, so they see a lot of dead people. Uh, on the one next one after, or on one of the platforms, they are what, <laughs> one They're of the right. levels. <laughs> they find Miharu being attacked, and they tussle with the two cellmates that are attacking her. Miharu is dead, and then uh, Gorang and Baharat are pretty injured, but they make it back onto the platform. They continue riding down, seeing some pretty weird stuff on the way. Uh, a kiddie pool with some guys having a bath. A guy with Sounds like, nice. wads of money. A lot of just people eating people. Um, mm-hmm. And then they finally stop at 333, the final level, but no one is there. Finally, Gorang sees that there's a child and they move off the platform. It leaves without them and Baharat still holds the panna cotta and the temperature doesn't change. So they give it to the little girl. Later, Goring hallucinates and realizes that the girl is the message. He wakes up to find that Baharat has bled out from his wounds and is dead. When the platform arrives the next day, he and the girl get on it and ride down past the last level. Goring gets off and walks away with his vision of Trimagasi, who tells him the message needs no bearer and she will succeed. And then she flies up towards level zero. The girl is the message. The girl is the message. Um, yeah, it's, uh, oh my goodness, so rough. It really doesn't, like, as much as the girl getting on the platform is sort of a symbol of hope and the message, you don't, we don't get a resolution to that. We don't know what happens to her or yeah. to the whole in general. Um, I mean, it's a pretty oppressive system, so I feel like... Bummer. It's like you want to believe that this is, like, the harbinger of hope that will change this oppressive like system but at the same time we're living through a capitalist system that completely devalues human life and i feel like that kind of message would do nothing in our system so it's just like sort of depressing like this messianic herculean effort to send this message what does it really amount to when the administration doesn't have to have any accountability for like just making people eat each other and die by the hundreds yeah, so the, I mean, the biggest theme is class system and society, right? But I think that the movie and the director has said that it's it's critical of capitalism and socialism and communism and doesn't give a resolution that, like, one system would be better than the other, which I disagree with, but, like, it's where, like, the Sir Brimbang says... The administration has no con- conscious. They don't have any consequences for the bad things that they do. It is up to the individuals within the system to break it. And if no one at the top has any conscience, then it seems sort of like a futile effort. Also yeah, I think I've made this comparison. Big bummer. This <laughs> comparison before, but it's sort of like the equivalency of uh, like the messaging that makes individuals switch over to plastic from plastic straws to metal straws or paper straws to save the turtles when giant corporations are just like dumping fossil fuels (laughs) into the ocean and like large scale just like leading us toward climate crisis and it's like you should recycle the burden is on the individual yeah exactly (laughs) but i like so there's just some great, uh, the first lines of the movie are, there are those at the top, those at the bottom, and those who, who that fall. Oh my God. Amazing. And very, then. Very, very poignant. Uh, so, uh, Imagiri calls Goran the 
shit messiah and she like and before that she asks him like why he can't convince the people above him and he says i can't shit upwards perfect what a beautiful like a, metaphor it's like literally a perfect metaphor for our i society. love it so much yeah. like it's just like i can't shit upwards it's so perfect i think like he like because he's our moral compass like watching him be corrupted and fall into like like this devastating um opposite of what he came in as is like what a bummer because he like immediately upon understanding the situation tries to ration the food tries to talk to the people above him and below him and because he brings in a book because he brings in don quixote of all books is like which can be seen as 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 a satire or as a tragedy is like this one Mm -hmm. sort of like idealistic insane man who believes that he can be a chivalrous knight in the face of a society that deems him yes insane is like the belief that knowledge can spark a rebellion super false no nobody gives a shit all these people have been moved from level to level and they understand the people below them and have been there and still don't care they like like, it's not about yeah bringing logic or some sort of like awakening it's about like literally destroying the systems of oppression that are in place like until the entire system topples there can be no justice because we all understand how we benefit from systems of oppression at different levels of the caste system that we live in, but we can't control it as individuals until there's, like, a major uprising that topples these systems of power. And while the system stands, while this vertical self-management center stands, there can be no rebellion, right? And the impenetrability of the levels... And the inability of the individuals to choose which level they're on. It's just mm-hmm. like... It's painful to watch, It's painful. And it's, yeah. and it's just like a perfect visual metaphor. Also, they shot it chronologically. So you see mm-hmm. Goring, like, I think they said he lost 12 kilo- kilometers. Like 26 kilograms. pounds. <laughs> 26 he pounds. lost 12 he kilometers. He lost 12 kilometers. <laughs> So you see him, like, truly start looking so unwell, and you still, like, the reality of the body horror and just, like, the absolute, like, corruption. Not, I won't say corruption, because the people aren't corrupt. The system that they are forced to live in is corrupt. So you see people adapt, like, slowly in more brutal and violent ways as the movie goes on until it's just, like, complete chaos as they ride the platforms down all the way to 333. Which probably is, like, a thing. Well, Whatever. it's, it's like, a satanic number, right? It's, like, an it's evil six, number. 666, six, six, yeah. 666333. Six, three, three. But, but, yeah, it's also... I mean, it's just wild to watch people call this dystopian and satirical because we are, like, living one... <laughs> like, we're, like, one presidential administration from living this reality. Like, it's just... Like, I yeah. feel like a movie like this, too... I. When I was reading some of the criticism, it just missed the mark so much, like, talking about the value of goodwill over, like, inequity and operating in broken systems and dystopia and, like, this really huge, like, a lot of the reviews and the criticism I read focused on the individualized agency of Goreg rather than, like, obviously this film is calling for, like, a wider like revolution leading to true community care like there can be no equitable distribution of wealth in an oppressive caste system so i just feel like when you call a system broken when it's doing exactly what it's designed to do you're part of the system (laughs) yeah and it's the way that the characters are presented like trumagasi is not malicious he is very selfish and very individualistic. Mm-hmm. And then his and how opposite... Can, but how can people be any other but. way when they're socialized in this system? Like, and he's, he's been in this for almost a year. Like, how could he... He behaves pretty well, honestly. <laughs> and he t- is like... He doesn't want to kill Goren, but he doesn't want to die. And he still has hope that he will get out of this system. And he's an old man. Mm-hmm. And... His opposite is Imagiri, who is part of the system, who is sending people to their, like, torture and deaths in this hellhole, and then is completely ignorant 
to its system. She believes there are only 200 levels. She says there are no children, and it's the administration is very strict. And then she believes that, like, with knowledge and with understanding, she can convince the people below them. Yeah, she's a neoliberal boomer, basically. Like, I trust this system because... I am part of the system and I can't divorce myself can't from not it work. because I can't not work and I don't know what I am without the system. Like, right. I've been working I've for, been with it for, for 15 years. years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, and then Mihari was like, yeah, Goreng is our moral compass and Mihari was just like the absolute id of like what the extreme can be if you're just pushed to absolute desolation in a caste system like this. So the I was watching um, a YouTube channel um still watching netflix and they i don't i was trying to look who produced it or but i couldn't find it but uh they described maharu as like the immigrant in the system and that's why Mm -hmm. she doesn't speak because she's like being like brutalized um and then ultimately corrupted by the system which i think is an interesting take i also think it's easier not to see someone as a character if they don't talk and i think she's not a character she's just like she's an archetype yeah, yeah, she's, like, um, showing I mean, us that the, there is a child in the system and that she has been corrupted by it. Um, also, I mean, like, the, like, feti- fetishization, you know, I can oh never say God. that word, of Asian women by, like, white men and all, like, his absolute obsession with her, even though she shows, like, pretty much no interest in him. And she like, rejects him when he tries to get to know her, and, like, he doesn't talk, she doesn't speak to her, him, like, they don't, they don't speak to each other, and still he's, like, hinging all of his hopes and dreams on this, like, one person who he has no, like, true understanding of, like, it's just so, like, icky and white guy-ish. And he, so she saves his life from... Sort of. She saves him from torture, from Trimagasi eating him. Um, and then slowly. <laughs> slowly eating him, feeds him, gives him water, and then is like, okay, gotta go. Bye. I got a mission. Yeah. And he's like, wait, but I want to have sex with you. Come back. Like, it's not, yeah, it just, and at first, when she comes on the platform, like, she's used to men immediately trying to rape her, right? And so when he goes to touch her, he's like, no, I'm, I'm a nice guy. A nice but guy. then, I'm not like other guys, yeah. Ultimately, yeah, wants to fuck her. So, like, it's just, and it's yicky, gross. And, yeah, the fact that she doesn't talk, that she can't, like, make it clear her, like, that she has, no one believes her, that she has a son in here. Even Trimagasi says that she's delusional and that he doesn't know if there's a kid in here. Like, she's not, no one's helping her. And so she had to kill her way to the bottom and ultimately doesn't find her child. Again, no dialogue. She's maybe on screen for, like, 10% of this movie. Yeah. And her ethnicity and her, like, Asian heritage and otherness is brought up, like, 500 times. Even though she's, like, barely on screen. <laughs> like. Oh, uh, Gary calls her. She says she wanted to be the Asian Marilyn Monroe. Says her favorite food is bimibop. And then um, says she brought in a ukulele and just ultimately it's like a racist piece of shit which and is like, also like she's part markers. of the administration all mark like ukulele and beep and bop are like not from the same culture it's just like right a complete whitewash of just like what the markers of different asian cultures that like the colonizer refuses to learn about and then hold on let me tell you what her name is from not caroline flax no oh Okay, so her Miharu uh, is from, it's Japanese in origin after a word that means to guard, watch over, open one's eyes wide. So she has like Pacific Islander, Hawaiian, <laughs> like Korean and Japanese mm-hmm. like cultural markers baked into her character, but there's no like actual identifers that let her be tied to like her actual culture. And I don't know Which could also be seen as, like, a critique of society's view of immigrants, right? Is that they are just Asian. Or That's they are true. just... Right? They Like, she doesn't... They don't give a shit about her person or, like, her identity. And then the, like, Trimagasi, who it, we, I think, are supposed to find 
unhinged. Um, especially his story of coming in there, of throwing a TV out his window. I like, like that and then he, story. <laughs> but he killed a person on a bicycle below, and he calls him an immigrant and says, why should he, he be he punished shouldn't when they shouldn't there. have been there? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, like, and it's just... constantly reference Baharat's blackness and, like... Yeah, they call him they a black They reference servant. him as being a servant, yeah, an enslaved, mm-hmm. like, person that, like, feel has fealty to Goreng. Like, it's... It kind of like he's the brute like he is the, the yeah yeah and the way that he so when he first comes on screen he's like yelling and begging yeah, and he's like crazed he he's obs- yeah he's cut the he's sleeves cut off the of sleeves. his shirt he's not, he's not wearing, wearing shoes, shoes. Mm-hmm. and we're still yeah, on he's, the same page oh <laughs> look at us and at uh us. he's like obsessed with god and the messiah and is like and then once and he sees say, Goran... But then remember the people on the platform above are like, which god? Like, assuming that he is not Christian because they're... Like, Spain is pretty Catholic, right? They love the Pope. They've they love the some, Pope. They've had some popes. They spread Catholicism throughout Central Borgia? America and South America. So <laughs> I know Borgia was a Spanish Pope from the show Borgias, which I watch on Netflix because there's a lot of fucking in it. Wow. I've never watched it. Um, but, and then, he, so he's immediately on board with Goran's plan he's because like, he sees fine. him as the messiah, as yeah. the messiah, and he's a white guy. Um, and so he goes along with it to, uh, even though Goran does also die, like, he gets the whole movie to come through this arc, right? But Baharat is only in the last third of the movie, and maybe he, the last yeah. quarter. Like, there's, he, they splice together all of, as they're, like, descending on the platform, they splice together, like, probably a full two minutes of just him, of him screaming, like, like brutally <gasps> screaming yeah. and swigging the, like, beam from the metal bed frame around and, like, stabbing people. It's, um, I don't know. Troubling. It's, it's troubling, yeah. And he, his relationship to Sir Brumbang is never, like... It's Explained. just like, oh, we're black, so we know each other. Know each or like, other, yeah. Or it's like, oh, he, or you could perceive it as he's like an elder. So because like of the cultural way that people, like people of color more frequently like honor their elders than white people do, I would say, because white people don't care about anything or have like respect for anything. So um, <laughs> I think he immediately was like, oh, this is like a wise man, obviously, but it was, like, a little too vague. Maybe it could have been defined a little more clearly. And then, of course, we have in Sir Brombang, the, like, magical, like, BIPOC who moves forward the agency and the plot line of the white character who's at the center of the narrative. Pentecostal Classic. Mensaje, you know? Oh, busting out wow. your Spanish. So, so as bad. someone who... Um, your dad speaks Spanish, obviously, and your husband and his family. How, like, different is the accent? Oh, the like, way that, people, like, Spain... Like, actual I mean, Spain. Every accent is different. You know, like, the way people... Especially Spanish has, like, a lot of different, like... Yeah. Uh, verses. But the Spain Spanish is, like, very... They're heavy on the th's sound. Yeah. And the s's. And it's, like, very... Like, lispy. Like, their tongue is too big for their mouth, almost. And it's like, yeah, just sometimes I'm like, stop saying it like that. Knock it off. (laughs) Like, say it normal. I don't know. And I, like, I'm not, like, a fluent, and I'm not very good at speaking Spanish. But I did just find out from TikTok that, like, the way that, because I'm, I can understand it much better than I can speak it. And that, that part of your brain that can put sentences together and like speak them is mm-hmm. is next to but not but a completely different cell way, receptor you, to how like, you understand intake it. information that's so interesting yeah, yeah so it's it's not just because i'm like fucking stupid which is totally different issue well, but like, I feel like there's that's a, a lot reason. of like children of fir- like children of first gen immigrants mm-hmm. that like the language wasn't spoken primarily in the home or like they didn't learn it at the same time they learned english like i feel like that's really common like oh i can understand it but i just can't I speak like a second grader or something, you know? Yeah. I'm just like, I can t- say nouns at you, but I don't know how, like, <laughs> sentence structure is, I, 
whoosh, it's like right over my head. I can't. Yeah. I think if I, I have tried. If I took like a in-person class, I think I could really mm-hmm. nail it down now. But I Has took like Caesar six years of Spanish. You? Yeah, but then he gets mad and then he makes fun of my accent. And then, um, or I get <laughs> Adam, mad and he makes fun of my accent. Whenever like, Adam tries to teach me stuff. something, my brain like puts up a wall that's like, be difficult right now. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah, but I may like when I watch like Spanish movies or like Spanish TV shows. Then I feel like I get like a little more. Or if I like spend a, like a several days in a row with his family, then I'm like, okay, here I am. I got it. We're on it. But then yeah, I go back to my normal. It's just like when I watch Love Island, and then I'm like. Like, now I just want to talk in that. <laughs> yeah. Mug me off. Proper mug. Yeah. Then, no, no, you know, I just want to say bed. stuff in a fun accent. Um, but, yeah, I don't know I, what I was going to say about poor Baharat, but oh, he got a bad so treatment. Bad. He got a real bad treatment. I guess and like, I think this he's... is another one of those cases. I feel like we've had conversations like this before where the movie is. Like, the general messaging of the movie makes it seem like the directors and writers are working towards, like, some kind of commitment to an intersectional equity, but then you see stuff like this and you're like, was this on purpose? Like, is this a statement or are you just We can all do better. Yeah. 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 And I think he is, is not without his complexities, but I think they could have pushed it farther. Absolutely. And I think he's probably the most interesting character, and I wish I knew more about him, more about yeah. his relationship with Brimbang, if they did know each other, or, like, how, why is he in the hole? We don't know. It's all of these things yeah. that we don't know that I think we And make. then it goes back to the point that we make every time, which is, like, why does the main character, the person moving the narrative forward, and the agent of change in this movie have to be white? Like, why? Mm-hmm. What difference does it make? It certainly could have been Baharat or another, like, person of color in that position. This movie could have been all people of color, and it would have served the same function and been a better movie, honestly. (laughs) It could have been, yeah, it could have been, because of what it's saying about, like, the way that this societal structure views immigrants and people of color, if Baharat was our protagonist, I feel like I would have made the movie better. Yeah, like and was, just tossing as, and I think, a black character in and, like, having several characters make racial slurs or say racist things and being like, see, we're really doing something doesn't mean you're really doing something. You're doing right. the least. Like, do more, do better. And Goran is this, like, intelligent, idealistic... intellectual, yeah. Intellectual yet naive person. Also... The messiah of shit. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you. So rude, but I'm going to do ahead. it anyway. <laughs> I think it's important to note that he's there voluntarily, so mm-hmm. he is, like, separated from the criminality that puts the other inmates, or, excuse me, incarcerated people in this situation. So he can always say, like, pull back and claim, like, well, I didn't do anything wrong. Like, I don't belong here. I'm yeah. not, like, a real part of this prison system because I didn't commit a crime. I'm here voluntarily. So I feel like that divider, like, is problematic because then it's like okay so Goring gets to like have this distance from actually like the actual like social experience of being incarcerated because of a you know crime or whatever and it would have made more sense if it was someone who was incarcerated unfairly or like I mean not even unfairly because the prison system is an unjust for-profit machine that functions only to make the rich richer and it doesn't function to improve society so yeah, I think there were a lot of ways to just make it a little bit more nuanced because him not committing a crime means that we are, we automatically are like, oh, so he's a good guy, you know, like because right. that's how we're socialized. And we don't get backstory on a lot of the prisoners. Like we don't understand maybe many of them are in there voluntarily because they thought they could get an accredited degree or because they wanted to quit smoking was, or whatever. Was that a stupid joke? Bullshit. I don't even know. I mean, I guess, like, because I... 
I'm stupid. No. Nah. You know what? I'm going to be a little nicer to myself. I don't understand how accredited diplomas work in Spain. That's what I'm going to say. So I was like, Yeah, what do, you, what do you need <laughs> this diploma so badly for? Yeah, um, like, what? Was your life really that off the rails, bro? What, Like, what are you doing here? Maybe. Uh, and I... Relatable. Like, we also don't... Apparently, Meharu also came in there voluntarily, but... Imagiri could be lying, or she could be mixing her up with another Asian woman, which or, I feel like is actually what happened. That's probably what happened. Or what if it's like, oh, if you come in here and you're you immigrated illegally, it's like you serve penance being in there, or right? Something, and you are like then given your papers to live in Spain legally after you do six months or whatever. Ew, fucked up. Um, this movie also gave it was very like. Sort of Squid Games gave me Squid Games gave me Snowpiercer. Oh my god! It's another like people voluntarily putting themselves into this like really fucked up capitalist machine and then not understanding the system until they're inside of it and then unable to get out of it. Perfect. So devastating. Also devastating. Also such a bummer, (laughs) but really good. Yeah, it's such a bummer. Wow, are we going to do a shorty? We're only at 45 minutes. Wow. wow. I think we were, like, just so excited and jazzed up and, you know. I I really liked say. this movie. It was definitely really, really hard to watch. Yeah, for sure. It was very difficult to watch. I and But it was so well made and so well acted and written. Dialogue was great. I think it could have done more um, for the characters of color, but... Um, I still thought it was good. Good. The good end. movie. End of, end of the dialogue. And scene. Um, what should we do next week? Should we talk it through on air? <laughs> I don't. Let's do something less of a bummer. I know. This was hard to watch, truly. I've been thinking maybe we should do boobies oh, and that. For those that would like to watch it, this is free uh, if you have Netflix. That's where you can stream. So not free, but it so is free if your brother-in-law has Netflix and you use <laughs> free if you're using your mom or dad yeah. or cousins or if you if you want to log in, DM me. I'll share ours. Happy to. Um, I think we should do movies that are like maybe more popular right now i think we should maybe do like a movie that like just got on a streaming service like this one All just right. got on netflix or, or like something that's like just coming out or let's something see what's that's on, let's see what's on uh i'm gonna go to HBO i don't have shutter Max. which i feel like is maybe a crime oh, I have, against I have horror podcasts it's okay I don't know. It's a lot of you trash. You can't pay for another service. I just Honestly, can't. I should really cancel it because I never use it. And um, I always just end up like watching whatever is on Hulu or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I like really love Hulu. I can't tell you why. Can't tell you. Okay, something that's just been added on HBO Max. Well, the Batman okay, is here, look, but I'm not going to watch uh, not that. Not a horror movie. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to watch it because Caesar loves Batman, but I like... Ooh, should we do The Purge? I've never seen it. You've never seen The Purge? No, is it good? It's pretty ridiculous, but fun. Yeah, we could do The Purge. Hey, Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell is on uh, HBO. Wow. Okay, I'm putting... Oh, The I'm Forever live. Purge. Yeah. The Regular what... Purge. I just figured the regular purge because I got to somewhere. 2013. What a time to be alive. That's not really a current movie, huh? <laughs> no. Well, it's on. I mean, okay, let's see what's on now. Hulu. Do you think we should do Is this another... interesting airtime? Maybe we should leave and then okay. come back. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll talk to you later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> uh, so um, what would you like to fuck this week? Um, fuck capitalism. Just and we live in a caste system. You know how when you're in seventh grade, they teach you that India has a really like unfair and unbalanced caste system, and they're like India is so bad, and you're like, oh yeah, that's really wrong. And then you grow up, and you're like, oh, we're doing that. Us too. Here, <laughs> yeah, um, we're doing it right now. <laughs> we have like 
hundreds of thousands of people living on the street currently, right now. Where you live, there are people living on the street. Hey, um, and uh, just so you know, there's enough houses for them to all have a house. There are plenty of houses. Um, there is plenty of space. There is plenty of food. Uh, plenty of resources. But um, the wealthy want to have more jets and get on yachts and go to space and fuck robots and stuff. So good times. Yeah. Um, I there's like some community care. Uh, kind of gives makes me gives me a bummer time too because like so many people don't care. Um, it's so true. Yeah. Um, but, just for a quick yeah. pause, uh, SLC Punk is also on HBO Max now. <laughs> I mean, Matthew Lillard, I loved, me and Maya, hi Maya, loved hi, SLC Maya. Punk when we were kids. I like, used I used really to make like buttons. Oh my god, we just uncovered a memory of mine. I used to make little buttons for my friends out of cardboard and hot glue. Oh my god, that's so And I used to do cute. like movie quotes and shit, and I, SLC Punk was a big up top. Core memory unlocked. Oh, boy. I wonder if I still have some of those flying around somewhere. I hope you do. If you do, you should take a picture of them and post it on the internet. (laughs) All right. So, in conclusion, fuck the caste system. Fuck capitalism. Fuck trickle-down economics, which is also kind of what this movie is a metaphor for. Nothing like that works, bro. The system is not your friend. The enemy stays the same. The president changes, man. You can't trust any of them. Um, eat the rich. Eat them. And uh, guns for the guns for the left. Just saying. Guns for the left. I mean, I'm afraid of guns. I don't know how uh, to use a gun. As I should be. I'll hurt myself. Machetes for the left. There we go. Okay, machete sounds more manageable. <laughs> uh, but it's probably heavy. How are your weights going, by the way? Fine. The pool in my gym is opening up soon, hopefully. Oh, that's awesome. I'll have you know I did uh, 10 reps with my 8-pound weights today, so I'm feeling great. Wow, nice. Apparently it's good for your heart health, and my heart, my arteries are probably currently filling with butter as we speak, so. Mine too. All right, well, you can find us at SpookySuckubus underscore cast on Instagram. That has a link tree to all the shits. We're going to fix our Patreon. We're really going to do it. Um, Yeah, we have to rejigger it for sure. I think another thing we should do is take suggestions for books that people want us to read and talk about. Because we're just both in a reading place right now. It's true, yeah. I can't find a book I ordered, but I'll find it and I will get to reading it. And there's a book that we both want to read. So let's start with that one and then we'll get going. I'm going to order it on thrift books. Oh my god, my glasses are getting stuck in Let's my Let's both headphones. order it on thrift books. All Even right. though I ordered a book for you that I don't think you've read yet, so whatever. Uh, I should read that because it'll be a quickie. Um, it is pretty quick. I'm also a big mood reader. Like, I really have to, like, want to read what I'm reading. Um, which is why sometimes book club I end up cramming for because I'm like, I don't feel like reading that. And then I'll be like, ooh, i got to read this 300-page book, like, now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I just have to. <laughs> yeah. Book club. Um, I'm a book club bitch. What can I say? Wow, must be nice. It. I'm gonna start it a is. book club. Yeah, I do. I go be in a book club with you. You want to start a book club? Okay, let's do it right Horror now. We'll start club. with. You Love have Zona. two other book clubs. Do you have room for my book club? I don't yes, know. Yes, I do. I have room for your book club. Uh, all right, DM us if you want to be in book club and uh, stay ugly. And get fucked. And you can't shit upwards. And you can't shit upwards. And we're okay. adding that to the rotation from now on. <laughs> I just, I really loved it. I just Wait, really loved it. Wait, should we make it? Remember, you can't shit upwards. Remember, <laughs> you can't shit upwards. Okay, bye. <laughs>